welcome to the Service Professionals Podcast. I'm your host, Carissa, and with us today is our guest, Chris Scott. Chris is the Customer Success Manager at Service Professionals, as well as the Full Stack Engineer at jointhetrades.com. Welcome to the show, Chris. Hi, Krista. Thanks for having me. Of course. I appreciate you taking the time to speak with me today. Definitely. This is going to be so much fun. <laughs> so, Chris, you and I know each other pretty well by now. Um, <laughs> however, for our listeners who don't know who you are or what your background is, could you kindly kick off the podcast with giving us an introduction to the man behind the computer, so to speak? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> uh so if you don't know already, my name is Chris Scott. I am the customer success manager for service professionals, as well as the full stack engineer for jointhetrades.com. Um, to start off, I mean, to give you a little bit of a history about me, pretty much, um, I've been in programming for a very, 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 very long time, uh, since I was about 13 years of age, which is definitely a long time. Um, <laughs> but um, what I think think is most interesting about like how everything kind of transpired to where I am now uh, started at the young age because even at that time when I was like 15 years old my dad was already forcing me into internships with like the government type situation so I was working for GovCons uh, as internships over the summers uh, I was doing it while in school as well so <laughs> um, so what I was actually doing was I was rebuilding GovCon sites um, whether uh, the company at the time which was called Stanley Associates um, I was an intern and helping out with that and it eventually turned and bought by CGI which everybody knows that big company right there um so probably some of my code is in there somewhere <laughs> which is kind of crazy um but from from that um it kind of put a passion into it and put passion in coding for me and it was a lot of fun and i always enjoyed it um but that's not what i wanted to do type situation i, um, I found that i didn't want to code the rest of my life type situation right um it became kind of like repetitive 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 you know rinse and repeat rinse and repeat rinse and repeat nothing really new transpired from it so um i decided um at a college to go a different route um i was like you know what i want to try sales sales might be something fun right um so um my cousin at the time was working for best buy <laughs> and he said you know you should probably uh uh try that out right and i was like yeah sure why not right um, so I joined the Best Buy team back in early 2001. Wow, that's so many years ago. Um, and I started out as a measly part-timer working maybe 12 hours, 15 hours a week, nothing, nothing grandiose or anything like that, right? But um, what I would do would be I was being a part-time salesman, but I loved it. I loved every aspect of it because it wasn't me sitting at a desk or um, I was in just behind a screen type situation. I was actually engaging with people and, and understanding people. And that's what I found that I loved the most was actually just talking to these individuals. Um, what transpired from that was I went from the measly part-timer working only 12, 15 hours a week to becoming a supervisor, then a sales manager. And then I started working with Geek Squad. It just, it, for almost... Wow, call it almost 15 years at Best Buy, building a career there. Um, just because I love the people, I love the training, I love the development, um, which that transpired into the next thing. Um, at Best Buy, we had a problem with, um, it wasn't really a problem, it was more of an opportunity for, with uh, training, right? So we had a lot of paper documents. We had a lot of things that we had to trail on and had to, you know, focus on for coaching our employees and our staff, you know, teaching them the latest and greatest technology or teaching them new selling skills. It became very cumbersome having 
50, 60 coachings a week on paper and you're trying to read them and trying to understand them and justify them and everything like that. Um, and I was like, you know, there could be something different and something better. We have this technology. Why don't we utilize it? So I decided to build an app <laughs> that would build a training development program for, for Best Buy. Um, I think we called it train, T-R-A, as like teaching, recognizing, accountability, accountability, network engagement or something like that. It was some weird acronym, which was crazy, right? But um, it did really well. We had it in multiple locations, tested out really well. And that kind of brought back my passion for coding at that point in time. I was like, you know, this is fun. This is new. This is engaging, right? Um, and then they're like, okay, well, um, you're a geek squad. <laughs> so um, let's work. Uh, let's beta test a new system called Nova and test it out and see how it works and everything like that. And it's just, it engaged the programming even more and more and more. Um, at a certain point, though, I felt like I plateaued, right? And I felt like uh, at Best Buy, I wasn't going to go any higher than what I was. And I didn't really have a desire to go higher than what I was. So I tried something new. Um, and I was, went back to my roots and more um, technical support side, right? So for computer systems, stuff like that. And I landed a job with the United, uh, United States Patent and Trademark Office, <laughs> which I became a What's funny is I started as a tier one because I haven't been in it in years. So, of course, they're going to put me at the lowest frame, right? Um, within a year, I transpired to one of their admins that was helping VPs, which was kind of crazy, right? So I got to help out, like, the, you know, commit the commissioner or Department of Agriculture, stuff like that. And I was helping all these VPs with their technology, and it was a lot of fun. Um, but once again, I was behind a desk, and I was sitting there. You know, and I was like, okay, this maybe not so much where I want to be. I mean, I love it. It's fun. And I do get to talk to people on a daily, but maybe there's something different. So I was looking and I found a position called customer success representative for service professionals. <laughs> um, and uh, it was posted by uh, Emma and Nicole, which we know them, you know, the head honchos, right? They're the greatest and the best. But um, they um, they interviewed me and I, I was funny. It was a funny interview because that day a server fell on my head and cut my head right across the forehead. Um, so I was coming into the interview with a nice gash on my forehead and I tried my best to cover it up. I put some chapstick on it. I was like rubbing it out, trying to stop the bleeding from happening. Um, and I was also late to the interview because I couldn't find park. It was just, it was a disaster. It was, I was like, Oh man, there's no way I'm ever going to get this. Um, but after the interview and actually getting to know Emma and Nicole and talking about the company and the service professional members, as well as the SP group members, I fell in love instantly. Um, I was like, Oh my God, these people are amazing. I mean, they're dealing with HVA systems, but they're also dealing with training. They're dealing with development. It's just, it's a whole whirlwind of information that's there. And I fell in love immediately. And that's what kind of transpired to here. <laughs> Sorry, this is kind of a whole full one for you, but. <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, it's a good story. Um, the interview story is sad, but hilarious. <laughs> it was hilarious. Um, I was funny, I was telling my wife about it and she's like, you went to the interview with a blood on your face? I was like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> a nice suit on and a nice little gash. <laughs> you must have impressed. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was perfect. It was awesome. Yeah. I think I think what your experience all comes down to, though, and correct me if I'm wrong, is, you know, from the sales side that you enjoyed and the technical side, there's there's all that co that comes down to the common element, which is helping people and being a consultant. And I think that that's probably what you're so passionate about and why you like working with service professionals so much. I would 100 percent agree on that. Yeah. I mean, I 
I didn't know I was a people person type situation. You know, I, I always thought I was the geek that hid in the back room and <laughs> you know, coding out my life. But no, um, these like these individuals, these service professional members are amazing, and I get to talk to them on the daily. Um, yeah. So like people from Cotty Johnson or um, Hughes, right? EMC, all these other different companies that are part of the SP uh, group uh, membership. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a great group of people that have been working with service professionals for a long time. And those partnerships and relationships are solid. And it's great. It really is great working with them. Um, so, sorry. Um, <laughs> so speaking of um, service professionals and what you've been working on, um, over the past few years, you've been working quite a bit with the growth of SP Academy. So can you elaborate a little bit more on what you're doing from a customer service standpoint for SP Academy right now? Absolutely. So when I first started with SP Academy, it was um, it was slow. <laughs> That's the best way I could describe it, right? There was definitely some opportunity in there where you could actually register a technician. It could take anywhere from a day or two to a week to register one technician, right? The scalability just not there, unfortunately, at this point in time, because it was still a new system. It's they're they're just engaging it and trying to find that you know the best way to run the system. Um, so Im- immediately, I thought, well, we could we could optimize this. We can make this a little bit more simpler. So I developed what's called the customer success platform, right? So this is where we can register our technicians. We can. Um, make things a little bit easier. There's a payment portal for your, uh, you know, your codes and your material uh, codes and everything like that. But it was to take something that took a week or two down to minutes. And now we're at seconds, which is kind of crazy, right? So um, just yesterday, um, we actually registered a new uh, technician for a member company, and it took less than eight seconds to actually utilize the entire system where the credentials were sent, the payments were made, everything was done within that eight second time frame, which was kind of crazy. Um, and that's what I've been working on so diligently for the last years, this um, customer success portal, pretty much, where you're going to be able to track your technicians. You're going to be able to see what their progress is, when the t- last time they've logged in, you know, um, what year are they on and what you can do to really help them develop as a technician. Um, and that's the major part of the system. And I love <laughs> I love it because it's helping our uh, member companies out, but it's also helping the academy members out as well, where ease of use is becoming a very pri- high priority within our division. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's a huge improvement to eight seconds. I mean, that's, that's yeah. amazing. Um, and, and I know that another thing that you're also passionate about that you're working on within that platform is uh, the positive user experience. Um, so, so what have you successfully implemented in the last year to ensure that anyone who has contact on that or anyone who's working on that platform has that positive experience? Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the big thing was going into the SP Academy, it uses a system called Moodle. Moodle is one of those systems that is really great and a lot of schools use them, a lot of uh, organizations use them as well, but they're very complex. That's the best way I can describe it, right? To get to a certain point of information, you have to drill down a lot. Um, so example, if you want to view a technician, let's just call him Bob, <laughs> uh, Bob the technician, right? You would actually have to click in about four different things just to see what year you're in, right? And that's like, that's a little, little much, right? We want, we're the information now age, right? Where we want to be able to just see it and go and make sure, you know, putting our focus on the technician, not going through a system. What I've implemented is on this uh, success platform is a way that your technicians are upfront and viewable right at the beginning, right? You can see 
the last time the technician logged in, you can see what they're actually enrolled in. Um, you can view their progress immediately by just clicking their name. You can see what they actually scored on their last quiz, and there's no real diving into it. This is all done uh, because I actually had to get a, a new certification in what's called, well, it was for single sign-on, um, where I'm, I learned my 509 certs is what it's called pretty much. But um, I'm a, we have two different systems that talk to each other all the time, right? And the technician or the manager doesn't see them talking. Jumping from one to the other, it, it's fluid that you don't even notice that you're jumping from one to the other. Um, and that was extremely beneficial to the user and to the manager. We have uh, two member companies that are actually testing it right now for us. And so far the response has been nothing but positive. I mean, just areas of opportunity, of course, you know, where they want to improve on, but everybody's got to have, you know, their mind of what they would love that to be and what this would be. But I think over time as that grows and becomes even better and bigger and bigger, it's just going to be amazing things for the service professional and the SP group members, as well as any of the academy members. That's great. That's amazing. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to more and more people being able to get on there and try it out and, and use it. That's really exciting. Absolutely. We were we were shooting for January 1st, but everything's just, we we're working on quite a few uh, different uh, um, projects right now that are going to be really big. So yeah, just, just a few things on the go. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the other things I wanted to mention um, regarding SP Academy is the fact that SB Academy is currently a sponsor of jointhetrades.com. Um, so I was hoping that you could kind of explain to our listeners what exactly Join the Trades is and how is SP Academy involved? Yeah, so SP Academy is the first trade school on the actual Join the, Chain, Join the Trades platform, right? Um, what the Join the Trades platform is, is an opportunity for employers to become the spotlight. What I mean by that is you can go to different sites, you can go to Indeed, Monster.com, all these things, right? And you'll see a job description or a job post, right? And then it tells you a little bit about it and what it does. And it's like, eh, okay, you can get that information anywhere. But what these employers, like example for trades employers, right? They're focused on the customer, right? They're focused on their clients right now. They're focused on making sure that their jobs are done completely and 100% satisfaction to their clients. And they're not really focused on marketing, right? Then they're kind of the older methodology thinking, you know, let's get these clients taken care of best of our ability and make sure that everything is working great for them. And then we'll, you know, kind of put that on the back border, you know, stuff like that. Join the trades makes them the spotlight. It makes the employer the spotlight, but it also now makes the trade school the, uh, the spotlight as well, right? So we have SP Academy, which has these great opportunities for a four-year apprenticeship or continued education, or even with the Department of Labor, right? Not many people know about it though, but now with Join the Trades, it's becoming a spotlight. It's gonna become one of the best platforms to get onto if you want to increase your or technician's development or any of the progress through their um, enrollment. What we've done with Join the Trades is just we've simplified it for these employers as well as in tr uh, trade schools to make it so that we can really make them the spotlight, have their information available to anybody, and these career seekers can search what they're looking for. So example, if an employer or a trade school offers in-house training, right, meaning like um, that they don't have to pay for education. They're actually getting on-the-job experience. They're getting the apprenticeship program while they're getting that on-the-job experience. How do they find that? Yeah, right? It's not out there, right, in the world type situation. 
It's mm -hmm. on jointhetrades.com. That's where it belongs. It's going to be there. Um, it allows you to uh, find and seek out these things. You can look at perks of different companies. You can see what the best uh, like value propositions of um, these employers and trade schools are. We can find out what their benefits are, right? And not more just a job post or a job description, but actually, does that culture fit with you? And is that maybe that some trade that you actually want to do? Like maybe if you want to work with, um, if you like working on cars, why aren't you a mechanic, right? Well, you know, you don't want to be working where you're currently working behind a desk or something like that. Maybe you want to be rebuilding a turbo, rebuilding a, you know, a V8 type situation. We're going to teach you about this, these programs. We're going to teach you about these employers and we're going to teach you about these trade schools and make it simple. We're going to keep it simple. That's the key thing for everything is keep it simple. Nobody wants to be clicking through a million things. So <laughs> it's uh, definitely a huge opportunity and it's going to be a big thing out there. Absolutely. And, and this is available to any kind of company that has an apprenticeship program. It doesn't have to be anything specifically in the industrial field. It could be hairdressing or, or anything that you can get an apprenticeship for, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. could it's, even coding's in there, which is kind of crazy, right? Because you don't... Right. College is not the only answer. We were on that, you know, uh, you know, that mentality that college was the only answer. I've seen coders that, out there that have done amazing things that didn't even pass high school, <laughs> right? Um, and they, they've taught themselves. They've been engaged. They've learned on their own. Same thing with mechanics. They've been working on cars since they were tots, right, with their family or friends. And they didn't need to go to school for that. They, they had the experience. Now, if they want to increase their knowledge and go to school, like a trade school type situation, absolutely. Because maybe there's something they don't know, right? Maybe there's something they want to grow with or become an opportunity. When where these companies are paying for them to do it, just. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so all of these employers and or contractors, whatever style of company it is, can, mm -hmm. can register and sign up. Um, if you are interested in becoming an apprentice yourself, there's an application process for that as well. Yes, um, absolutely. Um, so for SP Academy, there is an application process where you actually have to um, have your employer enroll for you type situation where they will um, provide some information. And if they want to register with the Department of Labor, we can do that. We are nationally accredited. Um, so that's kind of great. Um, so that means we can uh, definitely get you enrolled in that four-year apprenticeship program and make it great for you. <laughs> Okay. And so for anyone who is interested then in learning more, whether they are a, a company looking for new apprentices or someone who's looking to get involved, where can they find more information on this? Um, so there's a quite a few actual sites right now that we have available. Um, the first one I would recommend always, uh, if you go to SP Academy, which is, um, let me make sure I got this right. It's SP academy-hvac.com. Uh, that would be the best one to get the academy information at this point, mm -hmm. as we're currently still in development of Join the Trades, which would be the other one. Now, you also have, if you want to learn about um, HVAC systems, definitely check out, take a look at sp-hvac.com. A uh, lot of great information in there as well. Awesome. Thank you. And I imagine that you likely wear a lot of hats with Join the Trades. Um, <laughs> but just to uh, elaborate a little bit more. So you're a full stack engineer yes. for joint trades. Can you kind of explain what that, that looks like a little bit? Yes. So um, it was funny that um, I'd never told any, I, I like, I didn't want to pursue that type of career type situation, but when you find a need and you find a passion for it type situation, the passion wasn't the code for me. The passion is the people, 
um, that's where I find it um, lies for me right now is helping these individuals individuals out to better their futures or better their life standings or, you know, just helping their family out. If these opportunities are available for them and they can grow, we're going to do it for them. The full stack engineer position is basically I work on the front end as well as the back end of the site, as well as um, for the SP Academy portal as well. <laughs> um, but um, what that does is I design the system from in and out type situation. I'm controlling the de uh, development operations. I control the code, all aspects of it. We do stages and all that good stuff as well. Um, there, This is all unique, very unique code um, where a lot of information's in there but what we wanted to focus on not only the passion for the people was the security aspect of everything mm -hmm. um we don't want to sell your information we don't want to you know you go to google you go to facebook and these sites are definitely free and they're free with a price and that price is your privacy unfortunately um and that's basically what sites are going to you know what items are you clicking you know um, what's your lo location type situation right all that information with join the trades as well as um the portals and everything like that, we are encrypting your information to the point where even at the database level, I don't know what the information is. It's encrypted. It's a bunch of random gibberish. That's <laughs> just nonsense type situation. Um, we have no plans of selling that information whatsoever. And we're not even retaining a lot of information, like detailed information. We're not taking data bursts or um, socials on join the trades. Um, we're just the basic information, you know, address, first name, last name, maybe a little bit of summary about yourself. But even at that level, it's encrypted. So it's kind of crazy. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, I, I wear multiple hats. But it, as time progresses, um, the, my, many hats are starting to not have to be worn because the system can handle itself, <laughs> which is great. Um, but as time progresses, I see this getting extremely big and its scalability is amazing. Just an example where I'm located in three different regions across the U.S. right now. What that means is that Canada, Puerto Rico, uh, even Mexico can access the, the sites extremely quickly, <laughs> regardless of where you are in the country or in a different country. So the West Coast people are getting just, a fa just as fast speeds as what the East Coast people are, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that about the security because that's so important to so many people right now, especially when they're putting their personal information in there. Um, that's that's really good information for everyone to to know. So, um, now just with all of your experience that you have with service professionals and with join the trades, um, I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions, get your kind of insight in this. Um, in your opinion, um, where do you think conversations need to begin in order to inspire the younger generation to get involved in an apprenticeship program? So the biggest thing that you have to do is you have to know the individual. Um, if, right, if you just go talk to somebody and you just start to spew out, hey, join this, join this, you know, go to this, go to this. And you're not asking the qualifying questions to actually understand what they're about, right? What do they do for fun? What are their likes? What are their, you know, what do they dislike, right? Um, mm -hmm. Right? What, is their, what do they like to do with their family on vacations, right? Getting to understand that person or that passion about that person and getting those qualifying questions will really determine what you should be talking about with these individuals. And that's what we're doing. We actually are building an assessment <laughs> into Join the Trades, which is actually going to ask those qualifying questions. They're going to say, you know, what do you like to do for fun? Do you like to work on cars? Do you like um, designing graphics, right? Do you like to code? You know, find the information about the individual and really 
really kind of pinpoint what their actual possibilities are and what they actually enjoy doing, not just for another job or another, you know, another career that they might just throw to the wayside, but actually find something they're passionate about. Yeah, absolutely. That's great. Um, and, and do you think that there's, so when, once we have, um, you know, a baseline of people who are interested in getting into an apprenticeship, say we're talking HVAC right now, what, what do you think contractors could do differently in order to retain that top talent or um, recruit that top talent? Investing in that talent is going to be the most beneficial thing. Now, what I mean by that, not just money or, you know, you know, gratuity or financial type situation, but invest in their development, invest in their mind and invest in their passion. Right. If they want to learn about hydronics, <laughs> let's teach them hydronics. Right. If you want to learn about how a, um, a boiler works, let's teach them how a boiler works. Right. We should not hold or retain, or retain information just at our will. We should be offering it as freely as we possibly can to these individuals. And if you're passionate about their development and their progress and their career growth, they're going to stay with you forever. When, you know, you always hear that saying, you know, it's like a family type situation. It's not like a family. It's literally a career that you're passionate about. It's something that you are enjoying that you want to be engaged in doing and something that you actually love. And that's, what's going to keep these people around. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's key. And I'm hearing that so much more and more these days and um, that people are looking for that continuing education or the investment in them as a person and what they're passionate about within their organization. And a lot of the times with the current generation or younger generation, it's, it's not about, you know, how much money they're getting paid. It's yeah. about the investment. So that is absolutely for sure. It's definitely. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so before we wrap it up, I just wanted to mention um, the fact that you are going to be in Atlanta in Ooh. a couple of months <laughs> um, at the AHR show with Join the Trades as well as with Service Professionals. Yes. Um, so for anybody who is in the area that is going to be attending the show, um, we are there from the 5th to, sorry, yeah, the 5th to the 8th. Yep. Yeah. Right. And uh, we'll have booths for both with some more information on, on service professionals enjoying the trades. Um, so, yeah, definitely come come check it out. <laughs> I'm super stoked about this. I mean, I already know some of the member companies um, are going to be there, such as like Pain Mechanical, which mm -hmm. is kind of great. And I love those guys. They're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I, I'm just I'm excited to be there and like, see just to see what these possibilities are going to bring for not just service professionals or SP Academy, but what Join the Trades could actually do as well. And just this team we have is probably the most engaged team I've ever worked with my entire life. And they're not engaged, not just the, you know, the events or, you know, you know, the basic fundamentals of what run, what's running service professionals or join the trades, but they're actually invested in these member companies and these people. And I just love it. And I can't wait to hang out with all of them again. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be great for sure. So anyone who's interested in learning more about that, it is on the service professionals website. There's information there as well as on our social media pages. There's links to the HR show. Um, so Chris, do you have any final thoughts or comments or anything that you would uh, like to add? Um, the only thought I really have is I'm, I'm super stoked to be part of this team and not, not just the SP Academy team or the search professional team, but the, the SP group team as well. Right. I get to hang out with the most awesome people. Um, example being, uh, <laughs> uh, I got to actually hang out with, I believe it was, um, let me think it's coming across my head, but, um, one of the, the group members, I actually had dinner with them and actually sat down and just talked HVAC stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. I learned more in that one session of sitting about uh, sitting with these people that have been with the trades for 
50 years type situation, right? Then I learned on going online and learning commercial like HVAC stuff. Mm-hmm. I recommend that if you're willing to learn or willing to understand what you want to engage in, right? Whether it be coding, whether it be HVAC, find the people that are in it, right? Find the people that have been in it for a long time and actually, you know, befriend them, ask them questions, you know, put yourself out there, engage with them. They will teach you so much. Um, And these mentors, I cannot speak highly enough of them. And I just, I love them. (laughs) And they love to pass that knowledge down too, which is great. And they're so excited and so passionate about it. And and I can, I can definitely agree with you on that. I mean, I've been in the HVAC industry for about 10 years now, a little bit longer. Um, but when I started out, I went back to college for it. But I learned far more from just talking to technicians mm-hmm. and yep. going to job sites and talking with customers and really just getting myself in there and just even asking, like, what can I do? Can I help? Can I do this? Can I change that filter? Can I do, you know what I mean? And that is where you're really going to learn is just picking their brain and, mm-hmm. and, yeah, if you can find those great mentors, which most of them are, um, they're willing to help and you'll learn so much. Yeah, that's really good advice. Absolutely. <laughs> cool. <Yeah. laughs> well, thank you so much for agreeing to be on the show today. I'm really happy that you got the chance to introduce yourself to our listeners and explain everything that you're actively working on. Um, your your hard work and your dedication is obviously very apparent and and everyone that works with you really, really appreciates that. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you so much for having me. And I, I look forward to seeing everybody at the AHR trade show. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. And uh, to all of our listeners, I encourage you all to visit the Join the Trades website as well as the Service Professionals website at www.sp-hvac.com. Uh, and you can learn more about our programs and services there and also catch our next episode of the Service Professionals podcast. So thank you again, Chris. Thank you so much, Krista.